Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, July 21st. We're going to begin with some breaking news. That breaking news is out of Georgetown this morning. A man has been arrested in connection with an overnight shooting that leaves two people dead. According to the Georgetown County Sheriff's Office, 42-year-old Ronnie Todd has been charged with two counts of murder. This comes after the sheriff's office says deputies responded to the Ringle Heights community on North Fraser Street around midnight. Deputies found one person dead. Another victim was taken to the hospital where they later died. That investigation is ongoing. Anyone with information should call the Georgetown County Sheriff's Office. On this date in 1861, Confederate soldiers celebrated a victory in the first Battle of Bull Run in Virginia. On this date in 1925, a verdict was reached in the so-called monkey trial in Tennessee. John Scopes was found guilty of violating state law for teaching Darwin's theory of evolution. That conviction was later overturned on a technicality. And on this date in 2016, Donald Trump accepted the GOP presidential nomination. Now let's have a look at that Thursday forecast. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. Starting out dry this morning, warm and muggy. We'll go to 87 at lunchtime. Small chance of rain starting to pop up. So carry the umbrellas with you just in case. Scattered showers and storms like the past couple of days. Possibility again. High temperatures today in the low 90s. We'll do it again tomorrow, Saturday as well. More scattered showers and storms. Now once we get into the tail end of the weekend, rain chance will start to come down a little bit. Average highs about 92 degrees. We'll be within a degree or so of that all the way through the middle of next week. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Aisha Tyler and Michael Higdon have your headlines. Well, Low Country Crime Stoppers is offering a $4,000 reward for information that leads to the arrest of a driver accused of killing an Outer Banks crew member in a hit and run. As Ray Arena reports, investigators need your help describing one of the cars involved. Authorities say a crew member for Outer Banks was killed while he was walking along Saul Legree Road right behind me on James Island by two drivers who they say didn't stop to help. 22-year-old Alexander Jennings was hit by a car around 2.30 in the morning on July 5th near Folly Road. Deputies say that first car left the area and hasn't been identified, but a nearby surveillance camera picked up that car. After Jennings was hit, deputies say he was hit by a second vehicle who also didn't stop. Deputies identified the driver of that second car as 22-year-old Nicholas Ashton Vigil Price. Investigators say he's wanted for leaving the scene of an accident involving death. People who were nearby found Jennings and called for help. Ma'am, ma'am, there's someone in the middle of the road dead. Uh, he's all over the ground. What's the address of the emergency? We're at the Harris Theater in Folly Beach, uh, okay. like in, in James Island. He must, I don't know, he must have got hit or something because he's like, like there's blood everywhere, like 20 feet down the road. 
Now, deputies say Jennings was taken to a hospital where he later died from his injuries. If you have any information on the vehicle you just saw or Price's whereabouts, give a call to Crime Stoppers or to Charleston County Sheriff's Office. Reporting on James Island, Ray Reyna, Live 5 News. The North Charleston Police Department says a man has died after falling into a smokestack of a ship. A police report states officers responded to Dry Dock Avenue around 8.30 Sunday night in reference to an industrial accident near Denton Shipyard. Now, officers say the co-worker of the victim told them they were working on the exterior of that smokestack when the man went inside and stood on a small platform. Co-worker told officers the platform gave way and the man who was not harnessed, fell between 63 and 100 feet to the bottom. The report states EMS and firefighters were able to locate the man. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration is investigating. Deputies in Beaufort County are looking for a suspect wanted in connection to a shooting. 20-year-old Raul DePorto is wanted for attempted murder and aggravated breach of peace. Authorities say they responded to reports of a gunshot victim at a gas station at Grays Hill area on Saturday. Two others have already been arrested, Vincent Williams and Sharon Brown. If you do have information, you're asked to call the Sheriff's Office or Crime Stoppers. After shootings this summer at several North Charleston bars, some people in the community are looking to the city for help by keeping patrons safe. Early last Saturday morning, North Charleston police said four people were hurt in a shooting in La Creme's parking lot. Co-owner Derek Middleton says although they already had security measures in place, they have spent the past few days adding more. He says they've hired parking lot security and added more cameras. North Charleston Mayor Pro Tem Jerome Hayward says the city owes it to bars and restaurants to protect them, and he suggests the police department create a unit specifically to provide help to bars and parking lots that are surrounding them, similar to what the city of Charleston is doing during weekends on King Street. We have reached out to North Charleston police for comment, but have yet to hear back. Alec Murdoch is still behind bars this morning after a judge denied bond in Culleton County. Murdoch is accused of killing his wife and son last June, and now officials are saying a murder trial could happen as soon as the end of the year. Yeah, Murdoch pleaded not guilty to felony murder and weapons charges and was processed at the Culleton County Jail. He showed little emotion in the courtroom where a painting of his grandfather, a former solicitor, hung. Murdoch's defense team, Dick Harputlian and Jim Griffin, requested the judge grant gag orders and seal all motions related to evidence. They worry the media's interest in this case will taint a prospective jury pool. The defense also requested a speedy trial, telling the judge they believe the, quote, real killer is still on the loose. Though gag orders were not granted, no one on either side was willing to comment on the case as it stands right now. Now, if you did miss any part of yesterday's report or want to learn more about the charges Murdoch faced, you can head to our website, live5news.com, and look for the Murdoch Cases tab. Vice President Kamala Harris will be visiting Charlotte today. She's set to discuss the Biden administration's investments in affordable high-speed Internet. The vice president visited Charlotte back in December to promote infrastructure law. During this upcoming visit, Harris will also be discussing the fight to protect reproductive rights. A former vice president made an appearance in South Carolina last night. Mike Pence spoke publicly for the first time on Roe v. Wade since being overturned last month. The former Republican vice president told
hold a crowded congregation at Florence Baptist Temple. What he believes the U.S. and our state should do next. Among his calls were the continuance of the policy that blocks federal money from being used to pay for most abortions. Investigations into violence against pregnancy resource centers and the encouragement of adoption options. And as South Carolina and states across the country take up pro-life legislation, let us tell our elected officials that as you move the law forward to protect the unborn, let us also redouble our commitment to provide care and support to expectant mothers, to newborns, and young families. The Democratic National Committee released a statement ahead of Pence's speech criticizing his calls. Uh, a DNC spokesperson characterized it as, quote, roadmap for Republicans across the country as they work tirelessly to strip away Americans' fundamental rights. State Re- Representative Wendell Gilliard, along with concerned community members, held a press conference to discuss banning assault weapons here in South Carolina. The Democratic representative has spent a majority of his career trying to address gun violence on the community level. He says now is the time to be proactive rather than reactive. In the fall, Representative Gilliard says that he plans to pre-file legislation in the General Assembly that would make it illegal to buy or own assault weapons. Well, since January, more than 400 animals have been killed or abused across our state. And the Charleston Animal Society says that typically when cruelty to humans is on the rise, animal abuse follows. Lauren Quinlan joins us live. And Lauren, what cases have we seen right here in our state just this year alone? In the low country and the state overall, animal abuse cases range from puppies dying after being thrown off of balconies to 50 cats being rescued from a hoarding house. Charleston Animal Society President and CEO Joe Elmore says animal abuse ranges from individual acts of cruelty to large-scale cruelty operations like puppy mills. In one case this year, 150 dogs were seized from a puppy mill in Pickens County. Elmore says some animal rescue organizations across the state have come under fire and have even been charged for participating in animal abuse. The Charleston Animal Society has taken in several of these cases, but they're running out of space. Right now, we're overcrowded with animals, and yet we're holding on to a number of these cases um, that prevents us from bringing in more animals that are stray animals or homeless animals or unwanted animals. Elmore says some animal cruelty can be unintentional, where people don't realize the animal needs a higher standard of care. He recommends not tethering an animal at all, but if necessary, make sure they are provided with excess water and shelter. The Animal Society says if you see something, say something, but don't trespass or put yourself in harm's way. Take photos and videos and call law enforcement to take on the situation. The Charleston Animal Society is hosting a donation this throughout the end of this month. If you are looking to donate, click on this story on Live5News.com. Reporting live in North Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live5News. Celebrating some birthdays today, movie director Norman Jewison, who brought us Moonstruck and Fiddler on the Roof, among others, is 96. Doonesbury cartoonist Gary Trudeau is 74. Comedian John Lovitz is 65. Actor Josh Hartnett is 44. And contemporary Christian singer Brandon Heath is also 44. Happy birthday to them all. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. 
produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.